The next entry in our effort at producing what we're calling an oral glossary of terms in Hasidus is the word Adam, Alabdal Men, which means man, human being. I'm not going to try doing it at once. I'm going to do it in two or three different parts. I think it's better for everybody. And there's just no way it can be done in one sitting. So here's part one of Adam. Adam Alvdaald Mem is the numerical equivalent of 45. It's a gematria of 45. And as you may or may not know, 45 is Hashem's name. Right? Yud Kevavke is 26, as everybody knows. Yud is 10. The two Hays are another 10. That's 20. And Vav 6 is 26. But if you write out the letters of Yud Kevavke into words, in most spellings it amounts to 10 letters. And it's explained that these four letters that become ten letters are the code of the ten sphidus. Yud is three letters, Vav is three letters, and each of the He are two letters. But they can be spelled in a variety of different ways. And one of them is called Mili Alfin, with Alephs. If you spell Yud K Vav K with Alephs, so Yud is going to be 20, Yud Vav Dalid is 20, He Aleph is 6, Vav Aleph Vav is 13, and He Aleph is again 6, 6 and 6 is 12, 12 and 13 is 25 and 25 and 20 is 45. So Adam is Begimat Adam is Hashem's name. And to add more intrigue to it, Chava, the wife of Adam, is 19. And the difference between the original letters, Yud Kevavke, and the Milui is 19. In other words, if you take off 19 from 45, you get 26, which is Yud Kevavke, which of course is the original source of the statement behind every great man is a great woman. Behind Adam, which goes on Elokus, is Chava, the, the power behind Adam, a human being, in as much as he's an image of HaKadosh Baruch and the image of God, is Chava, is his wife. And I'll tell you how this plays out. There are four names to the human being. There's a letter from the Rebbe to this effect. Adam, Ish, Enish, and Gever. Adam is Malas that's what it's called. The, the attribute, the advantage of being intellectually deep, in tune. Ish is Malas Hamidis, Aleph Yuchin has to do with emotions. Enesh means weak, weak means someone who's failed, who's a sinner. And Geva means one who's overcome, meaning about Shuvah. Those are four different denotations of a person. But the last three have a separate feminine and masculine. There's Ish and there's Isha. There's Enish and there's Anusha and there's Gever and there's Geveret. But there is no female for Adam. In Bereshis, in Genesis, it says, The female for Adam is Adam. It's a detail which people sometimes fail to notice. But the word Adam doesn't mean man. It means human being. It means both man and woman. And um, according to the Gemara, the opinion which Rashi seems to hold that somehow gets lost in how people interpret the development and the creation of, pe of man. Adam and Chava were created meaning to say when Hashem created man as opposed to when Hashem created animal, he created the masculine and the feminine, the male and the female attached at the spinal cord facing back to back. 
that is called in Kabbalah Akhar Ba'akhar, rear to rear. He didn't, you know, the biblical story of the so-called surgery that um, which is interpreted to mean that somehow the male was created first and the female was created from the male. Um, according to the opinion which is most widely accepted in Chazal, like I said, that Rashi brings this in Chumash, it's simply a misnomer. There is an opinion like this in the Gemara, not that uh, Chava was created from a rib, there is no such opinion in Torah, but that she was created from a zona, from a tail. But the opinion which is more widely accepted is Adam was a man and a woman together as one, and they were attached back to back. And it says in some of the Rishonim that in that position they could have actually procreated, they could have had children. But they would never have a real relationship because they were one. They were carrying each other around, they were not separate. And of course, they were acha ba'acha, they were back to back. So that's the meaning of the nasira, as it's called in Kabbalah language, the separation of man from woman. So now Adam is divided into two, zachar and akeva, masculine and feminine, so that they could be panim b'panim, face to face. Face to face means a relationship that is shared, that is equal. Mind to mind, heart to heart, and senses to senses, and so on and so forth. But of course, separating Adam into two, and creating a circumstance where there are two separate entities that with their own free will that are going to interface equally on all different levels brings about what the Gemara calls Matzah and Moitzah or what the Torah calls Ezek and Egde. Ezek and Egde means when you have a relationship with an equal that relationship can either be supportive or combative. They either make each other better or they make each other worse. And the determination whether it's Ezer or Kenegde, which means supportive or adverse, has to do with who each of the two are as individuals. If the man is a mensch and the woman is a mensch, then the relationship is Ezer. If the man is less than a mensch and the woman is less than a mensch, then the relationship is Kenegde. And again, the language of the Gemara, Matzah Isha, Matzah Tev, Isha a relationship with a spouse could be the greatest thing in the world and it can be a virtual death. And that determination has much to do with who we are before we meet our spouse. Now this idea that man and woman were actually one, but that their relationship was was on a very limited level, and then they became separated, they can have a relationship face to face, which requires a lot of effort and a lot of work. It's the most difficult thing a person ever does in his life. And the most beautiful thing a person does in his life is be married. It leads us, of course, to the next point, which is the concept of a soulmate. Amongst animals, the relationship between males and females is for procreation. Even amongst animals and birds that are monogamous, they do not live together all the time. They actually part and they return. They meet each other again each season for the purposes of procreation. Only human beings were designed by the Creator for the relationship between man and woman to be not just for the purposes of having children, but for the purposes of the relationship itself. To say it more deeply, in the divine image, the divine model, a man is not whole without a woman, a woman is not whole without a man, the construct, the combination of man and woman together is what makes them into other, makes them into a mensch. And it's, it's pretty logical to understand 
that part of the reason this is, is because it maximizes them. The challenges of living so close to another person is what brings the best out of each of them and makes them into a mensch. And then ultimately the composite, the union, becomes a mensch. And like it says in the Chumash, with the help of God and the grace of God, this oneness translates into literal oneness of flesh in their children who they rear in this philosophy, in this mindset that they also should appreciate the, uh, the very basic place marriage has in the definition of human beings that it's understood in the Torah. Now I want to add one detail that it says in Shacham Naruch that there are only male angels and there are no female angels. In Hilchas Yom Kippur, in Kippur, it's written that the Yom Kippur is dressed in white and it adds that this custom of dressing in white is only for men and not for women because the reason to dress in white is not for the sake of tachrichim, shrouds, and fear of death, but because of the presumption that we're like angels. So there's no point in a woman dressing in white because there are no female angels. Now I want to explain to you the significance of this. The significance of this is angels are better than people. They're closer to God. But don't create anything. They are what they are and that's the end of it. What makes Adam, what makes human beings unique is the power of Yashmiyayin to create something new. And what they create is their children. They create them biologically, they create them spiritually, they create them psychologically, they create them in every way. They build them, they make them into people. This creative power is from the perspective of Kabbalah far more in the female half of the union than it is in the male half of the union. Although you need Zohar and Akeva, you need a combination of man and woman to, to create children, to produce offspring, but the Koyach ain't safe, the power of God that's considered infinite that empowers human beings to create new life is much more in the female than in the male. And this is why angels, as pure and as close to God as they may be, don't have any females because they have no creativity, no ability to create, just to be what God made them to be. In our next class, we'll talk about the definition of Adam to mean balance and normalcy.